Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. On board this aircraft, there are six emergency exits. Hello, everybody. This is Ron, your captain speaking. We are currently 30,000 feet in the air and we haven't even left the airport. Seven footers crew, what is going on? You guys know every week it's your girl Jenna and Gerard here in mm-hmm. his Chicago Bulls red. <laughs> How you not, doing? I'm good. Not supporting the Bulls, although you know they're, they're playing pretty decent basketball. Zach Levine doing his thing, you know. Demar Derozan, uh, Nikola Vucevic, Io DeSuno. You know, listen, I, I like a lot of the stuff the Bulls got going. Yeah, they they're looking good. Plus, uh, you know, they're missing some key pieces, mm, but you know, ball. Yeah, yeah. they're getting by. Um, you know, the news has been really super mm, super duper slow. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing going on in the association. <laughs> nothing at all. Um, no, no franchises, you know, in <laughs> none facing a major press run. Um, but you know, let's talk about what's going on around the association. We uh we got a lot of things to chat about. Um, somebody, maybe we could start here. Somebody um was telling me today, they were like, Are we really talking about how the jazz are like good? Yo, the jazz are so mm-hmm. good. So Lori Market. What the heck? Yeah, like so remember Lori Marketing played Eurobasket for Finland and he was awesome this summer uh in Eurobasket. And we were like, yo, if he can carry that over into the NBA season, look out. And <clears> when he was on Cleveland you know, that really wasn't the role he had on that team, right? To be like the main guy because they had Darius Garland, et cetera, et cetera. Well, now in Utah, he is that dude. And I mean, look, you know my basketball love language, Jenna. Seven footers who can shoot. I mean, like, right? That's my jam. Oh, I know. And Laurie Marketing, I mean, he's really good. He's playing well. He also, he was uh, interviewed the other day after a win. And he said, you know, we hear the talk about tanking and that, like that, like we hear that and that motivates us. And the thing that I want like fans to understand and remember organizations may want to tank players. Don't these dudes are competitive as fuck. You don't right. make it to this league without being uber competitive. They want to win. Nobody wants to come to work and lose every day. That sucks. Okay? Yeah. Like, these guys are battling. So they're, they're listen, they're professional players and they're very good. So kudos. Now the question is come December, because Danny Ainge is going to be like, all right, you guys are too good. Let me start figuring out some ways to make sure you're not as good. I can't. <laughs> and I mean, hey, yeah, these guys too, they are they obviously don't want to lose. But they're not on board with this shit because, I mean, hey, they're playing for their livelihood to be traded out of there. To be some type of, you know, prosperous uh, market piece. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. you know, I hear you. I hear you. And look, we, we get it, right? Victor Wembanyama, Scoot Henderson, all that sounds well and good. But yo, man, 
current players don't worry about stuff like that. They're not thinking about, ooh, I'm going to play with Victor. No, they're thinking about, no, how am I going to kill in the league right now? Like, that, that's what that's what their focus is. So, yeah. kudos. I'm loving what I'm seeing from the Jazz. You know what else I'm liking, Jenna? The rookies. Now, look, Orlando still stinks. I okay, love a good just, rookie conversation. Let, let's, just be, let's just be clear. Orlando still stinks. They but still beat the Warriors the other night. They sure did. Paolo Bancaro. This kid, <sighs> Jenna, he... When I watch him, I say grown man. Like physically, he's I'm like, oh, this dude is legit. Now he's still a rookie, so he does rookie things. And like, you know, as yeah. time goes on, you get better. But my God, that, listen, if they can figure out and kind of get things moving in the right direction in Orlando, this team can be very good, Jenna, in the future. Sorry, I'm still processing. It. <laughs> it's been a be minute for Orlando. <laughs> It has. It's been a minute for them. So, yeah, I mean, hey, impressive stuff out of them. And that's what happens when you got a top pick in the draft. You for get like a, a million Paolo. Years in a row. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, at least they're trying. Maybe this one will finally work out. We shall see. Let's move on um, and talk about a little bit of the Warriors for a second. Yeah. We yeah, saw yeah. them in the news. They've been all over it. And also, you know, the refs and the NBA cracking down on carrying. Mm. Oh, yeah. I believe so, the conversation started with them, didn't it? Well, Jordan Poole, you know, he, he is a bit of a carry when he... That was a carry on the one oh, play. Oh, for sure. For sure it that was. it was based on. And you know what's so interesting, right? Like, they can... NBA refs can call a carry more often than they do, right? Because it happens probably a lot more frequently. Um, you know, so it's just something to be mindful of and, and watch and crack down on. And Jordan will adjust and, and, and make some changes. You know, it's funny that you mentioned the Warriors, Jenna, because so they won last night, um, which is, you know, nice for them. Steph Curry was a monster, uh, 40 something points, like just, you know, doing Steph type, Steph type things. You know, man, but uh, that bench, I don't know, man. Like, look, here's the thing. When you are doing this two timelines thing that the Warriors are doing, which is we're going to extend the primes of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. Mm -hmm. Also, by developing Wiseman, Kaminga, Poole, and Moody. Well, when you're developing those players, those that development happens in real games that count in the standings. And sometimes in those developments, you're going to have losses, right? Mm -hmm. um, the Warriors starting five has the number three net rating in the league. If you just take off one starter out of the starting five, just one, and put a bench person in, Jenna, that net rating plummets. It, it's just... It, so once you start getting those second unit, just one second unit guy, disaster strikes. And, you know, look, it's going to take them a while. They're going to need some time to get their reps and continue to get better. But in those reps, they're going to lose a lot of games, yeah. right? It's just going to happen. Now, if you're the Warriors, I know Warriors fans are freaking out on Warriors Twitter being like, get these guys out of here, blah, 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 this and that. Listen, it's amazing how spoiled fan bases get. I mean, listen, especially fans, in the Bay right? Warriors fans, y'all was trash pre 2015 trash and a half. Okay. Y'all won four titles in the last eight seasons. Calm yourselves. Okay. Calm down. Yeah. We'll be fine. Okay. Give your young guys a chance. What, what Kerr is trying to figure out right now is again, it's an 82 game season. Can these guys get good enough so that come April, they can play meaningful playoff minutes. I don't think we can make yep. that assessment on November 8th. Now, if this is continuing in February, all right, now you got something to talk about. But 
give it a little bit of time. Yeah, agreed, agreed. But I mean, hey, definitely something to keep an eye on because if those uh the first and second unit there can't gel, I mean, we we talked about this in previous episodes. I mean, this uh Warriors core is not getting any younger. I mean, injuries are more uh few, not few and far between at this point. So, you're going to need those guys. So, um let's not go too far and talk about why I've been so sad. The Lakers, um oh, they're still losing. Yeah, yeah, 2 and yeah. 8 start back-to-back losses to the Cavs and the Jazz. Mm. Um it's almost like it rhymes. It's kind of fun, but it's yeah. not fun, okay? <laughs> it's not. And now you have people like Bill Simmons coming out and saying that there's buzz that Anthony Davis could be you know, traded, possibly traded, which is an interesting talking point to say the least. What are your thoughts initially? Jenna, the Lakers aren't good. Can we just, can we agree upon that? Like they're not a good basketball team. All right, fine. Okay. I mean, that's just, that's just stating facts. No, you're so, right. I mean, they were what? 33 and 49 <laughs> last season. Like here we are again. So I watched that game on Sunday against the Cavs and Jenna, I they don't run anything in the half court. Like literally they run no, I'm like, what are you guys doing on offense in the half court? I see nothing. I'm like, I, if their defense doesn't turn into offense and transition, they're not scoring. As LeBron said, after game one, it's not like we got a bunch of lasers on our team. Correct. Y'all can't shoot. Okay. Not very good. Can no shooting, none? no defense at this point like, in those games anyway. Deep, well, look, the, the defense is still pretty good. It did not look great against the, the jazz on Monday night. Um, but I just look, this, this roster is just poorly constructed. We've discussed this ad nauseum until they get better players around LeBron and AD. This is what it's going to be. And LeBron is not at the age where he can turn into 28 year old prime LeBron. This, no, that ain't it. Like that is not it. He cannot physically do that. He's still a very good basketball player, but he is no longer the best player in the world, right? Like that's not, he can't do that. And if he ain't that, I don't know what you're going to do. And Anthony Davis is actually playing pretty well. Yes. Um, what is he averaging? Like 29 points. Yeah. And he's playing excellent defense. Right. Um, but he's got to clean up so many mistakes. It, again, this roster is not good. Uh, look, everybody getting hyped. Russ in the second unit. Uh, look, if Russ is hitting shots, great. But it's still the Russ solo show, right? I mean, he's still just going out and getting his numbers, not really helping the team do anything uh, when I watch them. So until yeah. this team decides to get serious about the rest of its roster, and I don't know what they can do other than trade that 2027 first round pick, Jenna, I, I don't know how they're going to get better. I, not in that, not in the Western Conference with the teams above them. They're just better. Yeah, no facts. I mean, would you... Do you think it's so bad to the point where they need to trade Anthony Davis and blow it up and build around LeBron? Or I mean, is it like, okay, wait, let's see. So Anthony Davis is a valuable piece and you will get back a lot of stuff for Anthony Davis. The question is, what can you get back so that this year you are a title contender? And I yeah. don't know that Anthony Davis will give you back anything this year to make you a title contender. You see what I'm saying? I yeah. think you'll get some young, you can get some young all-stars. You'll get a lot of draft picks, which will help replenish your draft capital. But the Lakers have never been about draft capital and building and develop. That's not what they do. They're like, we're LA. Superstars just want to come here. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Good luck with that. Okay. Because that roster as constructed. Now, 
Thomas Bryan will be back uh, another week or two. He will help them tremendously. You know, they're going to get some pieces back. We'll see what happens going forward. Look, we keep saying it's early. Jenna, when we get to the 20-game mark, if they are still on the same trajectory that they're on right now, ah, I mean, barring a miracle, this is what they're going to be. Well, I hope miracles happen more often than they do. (laughs) Okay. Um, Also, I didn't mention at the top of the episode that – it's election day that we're recording this mm-hmm. on, so there are no games today, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. everybody can get out and vote, mm-hmm. um, which is so the NBA, which is great. Mm-hmm. But also, the day before on Monday, all 30 teams yeah. played. Yeah, what it was kind of cool. What a beautiful day for us. It was very cool. It was very cool. And what I loved about it especially, Jenna, was each game starting 15 minutes after the one prior. So good. So, so when you're watching – if a game's going down on the wire, like it often does on league pass night, and you got to flip back and forth between four games, you didn't have that problem last night, right? It was like, all right, cool. This game's ending. That game's not in the fourth quarter yet. Like, yeah. right, you can you can really watch. And we had some compelling games last night, so that was cool. I do wonder, the league is always innovating, if Adam saw that and is like, you know what? That worked out pretty well for us. Let's, let's see if we can do more of those kinds of nights going forward. I love that. I love that. Um, You said you saw some compelling games. So talk Mm -hmm. to me about who you're watching on League Pass and what's the team that you uh, have on your radar? Oh, man, Jenna. I mentioned the start at the top of the show, the Cavs. They look so good, Jenna. Like, Oh, I just love it. I love Cleveland. Here's the thing. So I was not not a Donovan Mitchell fan, but – you know who was? Oh well, yes, you. Yes, let's let's from the let's day make it, one. Let's DM. make it clear. Let's make it clear. On on this podcast, Jenna was a Spider Mitchell fan from the jump. Thank you for saying that. I saw him kind of as a volume scorer who was pretty inefficient. Right, is kind of how I viewed him. Um, yeah. incorrectly. Uh, because I mean, I think he has his inefficient nights. Like no one's, you know, no one shoots efficiently every single night. But he's so much more than that, and he's such a better creator than I give him credit gave him credit for and the vibe and the environment he's in he's in now he seems to be enjoying that so much more than where he was in Utah uh, in, in in the previous seasons and this team is fun him and girl in the backcourt that is dangerous Evan Mo and Evan Mobley's not even playing well yet Evan Mobley Carol Levert shooting the ball well right now Jared Allen this team is fun Jenna look it's early but they are the number one team in adjusted net rating right now in the NBA. Like they're now, do I think they're going to win a championship? Uh, Let's pump the brakes, right? They're probably a wing, like an elite wing talent away from being that, but they're going to be a good team. And I like that they're growing in that direction. So who knows what they could do? I'm really loving what I'm (laughs) seeing in Cleveland, Jenna. Um, I love that. Of course, I'm watching Memphis as always. They're holding water until Jaron Jackson Jr. gets back defensively. They're struggling a little bit, but John Morant still playing like an MVP. Um, the Mavericks are interesting, Jenna. So Luka Doncic, you know, is on a string of like 30-plus game, 30-plus point games to start the season. Well, he has and, to be. And, well, and everybody's saying MVP, MVP, and he very well might be MVP there. Number three, I believe, in adjusted net rating in the league so far. You know what this is giving me uh, vibes of, Jenna? Houston James Harden. That's, oh. exact, that's exactly what this is looking like right now. Luka I just, do I do that reaction because you know what it looks like down the line. <laughs> well, that's exactly why I brought it up. Looking great in the regular season. And when you got to carry that heavy load, 
We'll see what he looks like come April, May when the playoffs are here. Is he going to be exhausted come April? I mean, I'll put it like this. If he has to continue on the output he's doing now, yes, he will be. So they got to figure some things out in Dallas. Uh, But overall, the league, I mean, quietly, the Bucs are eight and one, and they're just kind of ho-humming along. Quietly, still quietly. Why is nobody giving them the time of day? I know it's Milwaukee and people are afraid of deer, but like, really? It's <laughs> I fear the deer. It's so funny because I think Giannis. So basketball Twitter has a funny thing, right? Like where they there's a certain aesthetic that the majority of basketball fans like to see. And that aesthetic tends to lean towards players like Kyrie, uh Steph, uh KD, you know, back in the day, Kobe. AI, right? Guys who have sizzle and flash to their games. The star. Who, who hits you with the hezzy cross. What All the fun stuff that makes you go, ooh, ah, and jump out your seat and lose your mind, right? And to be fair, basketball is an aesthetic game, and those are things you should enjoy as, as, a, as a fan. Giannis don't got none of that in his, in his quote-unquote bag, right? That's not... He's got jokes. He's got dad jokes. He's a lot got of shoes. dad jokes. But what he is is he's a battering ram, right? He just comes downhill, and it's like, Good luck stopping that seven foot, 200 and whatever million pound he is freight train coming at you, right? Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. just overwhelms you at the rim. So it's not pretty in terms of like, ooh, ah, it's just overwhelming you with sheer force and power. But here's the thing, Jenna. A hezzy pull-up jumper for two counts the same as a dunk at the rim, right? They're worth the same amount of points. Facts. So, and Giannis is just devastating. and so. They're doing all this with Middleton still not back yet. Pat Connaughton not back yet. Listen, a lot of people, they're only two years removed from a championship. They took the Boston Celtics who went to the NBA Finals in seven games last year without Middleton. So you have to assume they get Middleton back. And Connaughton, this team is right back as the best team in the Eastern Conference. So watch out for the Bucs. Heck yeah. Uh, Real quick, what about Mm. these Clippers here with that win over the Cavs? Paul George putting the team Mm. on his back. No Kawhi. Hello. Sure did. Sure did. Second out of a back-to-back for Cleveland. So, you know, always tough when you got to play. And, you know, Mm -hmm. second out of a back-to-back in L.A. in case you went out the night before. Had a little, you know, got a little saucy over at Horses or over at, uh, you know, Catch or Delilah. Wherever these people hang out 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 in L.A. Damn, Gerard. Damn. (laughs) Uh, Shouts to all the people at those places. Look, you know, it it happens. Um, Kawhi's got to carry the load right now because, and Jenna, we said this last week. I'm a little concerned. This isn't the, now what's the sixth straight game, seventh straight game Kawhi's missed. This isn't as simple as load management where we're protecting your injury. Like it seems to me this chronic injury is a problem. And as I said last week, playing NBA basketball doesn't seem to be helping. So look, I'll say it as succinctly as I can. If he can't play, this team is not a contender. End of story. That's it. We said it already. That's it. So. Onward and upward. <laughs> Who else do we got in our bag here? How are the Sixers doing? How how they doing before we they're, move on to the Nets? Because that one's going to be. <laughs> they're the Sixers. You know that Embiid's back. They're starting to come together a little bit. The, the thing to watch in Philadelphia. I don't know that Doc Rivers' message is getting through anymore. Uh, pay attention to that. His days in Philly might be numbered. Oh, um, just just keep an eye. You know, because Doc's saying the right things. We got to get them to do this, this, and this. Okay, you're saying mm-hmm. it, Doc, but they ain't doing it. So 
something's happening somewhere along the line there. So just again, 10 games, give it another 10 games and see where the Sixers are. If they haven't turned things around, that seat getting a little hot down in Philly. <laughs> Dang. Okay. What else we got? Or should we talk about the Nets? <laughs> it's so funny because, I, you it. know, as I said to you in the, in the show notes, like I'm exhausted talking about the Nets and Kyrie, like literally exhausted. Yeah. And, and if I'm exhausted, how the hell do you think the people that work in that building feel? Again, oh as I said last week, no matter what Kevin says about it's just you guys asking questions, bullshit. There's a reason why, since Kyrie was suspended, starting last Friday, y'all went two and one, and there was a lighter atmosphere around the team. I wonder why that is, because Kyrie ain't with you on the road. Ain't nobody asking you no questions about him. You're just playing basketball. Funny how when you... Everyone has heard the, the phrase addition by subtraction, right? You cannot replace that level of talent. But guess what? Coming to work just seems so much more fun without him being around and having to answer for him. Yeah, I mean, 100% it does. I mean, you know, of course, before he met with Adam Silver um, and apparently, you know, things went well. They're going to try to, you know, ease into his return with the Nets. There was buzz that he might not be with the Nets. So I don't know what the future looks like for Kyrie or what it's going to look like when he's back. But again, he's serving that five-game suspension for his, uh, let's just say how he acted post-anti-Semitic mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. social media Jenna, posting. Uh, tell me if this felt the same this way to you. So we saw the six points that Kyrie had to satisfy in order to be in order to return. To yeah. me, that seemed like being called to the principal's office, right? And like, oh all yeah, right. it seemed very childish, right? Which, and again, I'm, I'm not saying that Kyrie should not be penalized for what he did. Clearly, he should be. But given who Kyrie is, and his defiance over the last week and a half regarding this particular film that he promoted on his social media account, mm -hmm. what makes you think he's going to adhere? to those six things and be totally cool. Like, yep, no problem. I'll do all that. That's the thing. I, I'm so curious to see how this conversation went down and what exactly the, I don't know, what did you drop a contract? Like, what, what did you do here? Um, what this all is? Cause I mean, these uh, bullet points here, he's got to apologize, condemn the movie, the 500 K donation. So now they're taking it back, I guess. Remember they said uh, the ADL said that they couldn't accept it because he didn't seem genuine in his uh, mm -hmm. social media apology. Mm -hmm. So that's happening. The sensitivity training, the anti-Semitic training, all of that, meeting with people and demonstrating understanding of it. You're going to come back before all of this is accomplished, I'm assuming. So mm. I'm just curious. Like, is are these actions – who's making sure the actions happen? And, like, is it too much? Is it not? I know this was a big debate online. It was very interesting. Yeah, for sure. So, I just want to shout out uh, Thomas Manzanero, who's watching us right now. He's an MMA fan, but he's really interested in betting on basketball. We'll listen with attention to your live. I will say this, Thomas. We didn't, there are no games tonight. So you're not betting on any NBA games tonight. Um, but stay tuned. Follow all of our social media feeds at Seven Footers Pod, at Seven Footers Podcast. We might toss out some winners for you guys here. If you guys yeah. know, last season, every time I, I gave you guys uh, bets on Tuesdays, one of them came up a winner. So stay close to us. Follow us on social, Thomas, and you'll, you'll find out some interesting things.
All right, back to Kyrie. I, look, I'm with you, Jenna. I don't think he's going to satisfy these things. And there was talk that the reason why the Nets put that out there is because they know he's not going to satisfy those requirements. And that then gives them license to be like, well, you know what, Kyrie? We're just going to just end this right now and just, you know, let's just walk away. My thing is, why are we going through the charade of pretending he's going to listen to this? And now the MBPA is talking about, we don't like the requirements he had to adhere to, ba 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 ba. Look. And he's the president. Yes, uh, but vice president. Yes, he's vice president. He's, yes. he's, he's, the, he's one of the vice presidents. Look. Yes. Again, taking away the points about promoting an anti-Semitic film and everything else. Jenna, Kyrie plays basketball. Basketball is a team sport. Operative word, team. You are supposed to be there for your brothers, right? And your teammates. The stat has been listed a million times in his four years with the Nets. 111 games played, 128 missed. It's always something with this dude. Last year, it was the vaccine. The year before that, it was PTO. The year before that, it was injury. This year, it's the, every year, it's something with him. At some point, the juice is not worth the squeeze. You are not getting the value for the money you have to play, right? Every yeah. time. And, and again, when he's doing these things and he's talking about whatever he wants to talk about, and he's, you know, post and he's doing his, all right, well, I'm standing up for my community, this, that, and the third. Look, no one's saying you can't do those things. But if you're going to be a voice in your community, you have to have the ability to discern truth from propaganda, right? If you're going to take that kind of very public and important position, he clearly doesn't have that ability to, to discern that, promoting that kind of material, promoting Alex Jones conspiracy theories, okay? And again, you do that now after games, guess what? We come in and we ask questions, not about basketball, about these things. You are doing it to yourself, right? Right. I mean, these are all self-inflicted things. It's, it's from the outside looking in to me, this is the way it looks that I, I, I see why the public, aside from the clear wrong thing that he did, I see why the public is so upset with him about the way his attitude is or the way his attitude seems. It seems as though the Nets have done every single step, jumped through hoops of fire to make this guy look good. Like, oh, we're going to make sure he completes these six requirements. Oh, he, we're going to make sure he apologizes. But every we're, time we're he shield him from the media, all, all kinds of stuff. Right. Shield him from the media, help save him. And every time he steps in front of a microphone, it's an issue. The only time that there wasn't an issue was when he put out the written apology in that social media post, which came after countless efforts by the Nets to shield him. And, and came to, like, after he was suspended, right? Yeah, after the suspension. So I'm just like, I wonder how this dude really feels or like if he's ever going to come out and say something that does seem genuine. I don't know. You know, it's just, so, and again, I'm not saying he's a bad person. It's just, yeah. that's the way he comes off. It really is. Here's some insight for our listeners out there about NBA players. This league is made up of people who have made it to the highest level of basketball 
despite people in their lives telling them they would never make it. So the league is full of players built on defiance. Because think about it, right? Of the millions of kids that play basketball all around the world, the likelihood of any one of them making the NBA is limited, right? We talk about it all the time. There's only 450 spots available, and there aren't 450 spots available every year. That's not how it works, right? At most, there's maybe 25, 30 spots available per year, right? Okay. So you've got to be really good at basketball to make it to this league. So when people, you know, you're probably not going to make it, what have you. Oh, I'll show you. So when you have, not only did you make it, Jenna, you made it and you are rich beyond your wildest dreams. That gives you a level of confidence like nobody could tell me no about anything. I know what I'm doing. Y'all said I wasn't going to make it. Oh, look at me now. Multi-millionaire, this, that, and the third. That's one piece. Second piece. Kyrie is someone who, I don't know if he still does this now, but early in his career, he used to practice one-on-three. When you are able to dominate and score the basketball, when it is you versus three other people, that gives you another level of confidence. Like, look how good I am. Three people can't stop me. Right? You believe your own myth-making, right? The mythology. You're like, oh, I, I must be golden. Yeah. And when you were constantly told your whole life, as Kyrie was, how special you are, how smart you are, this, again, you start believing that hype. And, you know, it is, it is interesting. And, again, the juice not worth the squeeze for the Nets at this point, Jenna. Nope. He's not showing up to work. But again, because of things he is doing to himself. The suspension could have, did not have to happen. It didn't even have to go this far. Jenna, he could if be he just playing. apologize. If he apologize on Saturday, we're not even talking about this right now. Yeah. And it would so, and you know, I don't want to go off on a tangent, but also, Remember when he, you know, got into it with Nick Friedle of ESPN? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was there. And yeah, he yeah. was so, yeah, Defiant. You were there, and he was so defensive and so adamant about defending himself. Mm-hmm. And then in the apology, he was like, you know, that film did have some things or whatever he had said in it. Like, and I'm just like, dude, you just denied like all of this like t- 24 hours ago. Um, so interesting. I mean, they're also, you know, in search of a new head coach there. Like it's, it's a shit show in Brooklyn Listen, a little bit. And we heard the, the, the rumors that reported that Ima Yudoka, like Brooklyn, what are you doing? This team, why are you courting more drama? So you got the Kyrie thing going on. You're going to bring in Ima Yudoka, who, as we all know, suspended as the Boston Celtics head coach for an inappropriate consensual relationship with a female subordinate employee. So, you know, on that introductory press conference, if he's hired, guess what questions are being asked? Like, why? Why are we inviting the circus to town? As I said on a bunch of other platforms, the Nets have nothing on Barnum and Bailey. Literally nothing. Like, I mean, it is like. Oh, that's funny. It's just like, (laughs) I just, or should I say, let me rephrase that. Barnum and Bailey has nothing on the the Brooklyn Nets. It is three rings over there. A literal circus. Why are you inviting the bearded lady, the one-eyed man? Why? Why? 
Just leave it alone. Honestly, Jenna, this is what I think should happen. Send Kyrie home. We're done. We're going to waive you. You're going to get paid, whatever. But we're done with you. You This team's got to rebuild. Trade Kevin Durant. Get back some young talent and get back some draft capital. Oh, you want to blow it up. Blow it up. You have like, blow it up. Blow it up. It is not going to work. Blow it up. Blow it up. Oh, okay. Okay. Well, oh man. Wow. Okay. Well, I just feel like Katie would be so pissed. Like, I feel like this was the year that he thought, like, but we're not trading him. They're not going to trade him to some like crappy team. They're going to trade him to a good team, a contender, you know. They're going to get back picks and some young talent and rebuild. Rebuild. True. We shall see how it plays out. And, of course, you know, there's so many moving parts in Brooklyn. Mm. We'll keep you posted on all that. But um, real quick, congrats to Dwight Howard, who Mm. after uh, 18 NBA seasons is going to play in Taiwan. Mm -hmm. Uh, He posted that on social media this week. And uh, kudos to him getting back on the court. Continuing his basketball career. It looks like that WWE career is going to be on hold just for now. Just a little bit, just a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, guys, you know, just because there's no games tonight, just go back in your archive here and listen to more <laughs> seven footers. Exactly. And uh, then the NBA will resume with a mm-hmm. plethora of games for the rest of the no week, doubt. back to regular schedule. And tell them where they could find us, Gerard. Uh, I will tell you that in a minute. Again, thanks to Thomas Manzanero for tuning in. He said the NBA is such a good league and a show. Basketball is not as developed in Europe. You Americans are lucky. Well, I will say this. The three best players in the NBA, arguably right now, are not American. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Nikola Jokic, and Luka Doncic. Yeah. All hail from European countries. So, you know. A lot of talent. Just going to put that out there. You guys are a lot better than you think you are at basketball. All right, guys. You know where to find us. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, SoundCloud, all that. At Simverse Pod on Twitter. At Simverse Podcast on Instagram. At JS Hector. At Gentleman Selly. And until next time, everybody. Peace.